Welcome to True Grit and Grace, a podcast designed to empower you to claim your resilience and thrive through life's challenges. I am Amberly Lago, a mindset coach, fitness expert, and best-selling author. Each week, I'll dive deep with the world's brightest thought leaders and elite performers to share tangible tools and practical advice to inspire you to keep your eyes on the prize and forge ahead. So get ready to conquer your fears, heal any trauma, lead with your heart, and elevate your life with grit and grace. Hi, I'm so excited about today's guest. She's a speaker, a podcaster, and a coach who is passionate about helping others overcome challenges, keeping them stuck. She helps others develop the mindset and skill set to claim and create a life and business that they love. She's worked with huge companies like eBay, Dave Ramsey, New York Life, and Allstate, just to name a few. Um, speaks on huge stages, does retreats, coaches, and is really just an angel in my life and one of my dear friends. Welcome to the show, Tiffany Peterson. I just love you, girl. I love you. Girl, it is a love fest. It's so mutual and ditto. I just adore you. I'm so grateful that God crossed our paths in this last year and that we get the opportunity to connect today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, you know, I just have to say, when I met you, we met, we were speaking at a conference in Salt Lake City, Powerful Women. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I had heard of you. I had seen you on other platforms, and so, but I'd never met you in person. And um, we met and I felt like it was instant connection. And I was backstage about to go on and I always get nervous before I go on stage. And then when I get on stage, I'm like, oh, I'm, I feel okay. I feel home, like I'm home. But backstage, I was had a moment of freak out, and I heard James was, um, Purpura was on stage talking about me introducing me, and I got all in my head about listening to what he was saying and the other speakers backstage, and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot what I'm going to say. Like, I, that's never happened before. Like, I completely blanked out, and Tiffany, you grabbed me by the shoulders, and you looked at me in the eye, and you said you've got this girl, you've got it. And you just grounded me. And I was like, Oh, I got teary eyed because it just, it really just got me grounded. And you have that way with people, whether you're coaching them, whether you're on stage, you just offer this safe grounding place. And y'all I have to say, if you don't know Tiffany yet, check out her podcast. I love your podcast. I love your YouTube channel. The other night I was binge watching your YouTube. My daughter was like, mom, when did you start watching YouTube? And I'm like, I, I'm watching my friend. I was like binge watching your YouTube. So um, you just really are magic. When, I'm, when I get to be around you, it is just such a gift. So thank you for being here. I would love for you to tell people a little bit about how you got started because you've been coaching for over 10 years now, right? Mm -hmm. How did you get started with that? What really was, uh, dr drove you to get into coaching? Yeah. And how, you know, it's interesting for all of us where our paths go and how they, you know, get wound and led and directed. And 
I do want to first say though, as when Amberly and I met in Salt Lake and I had followed her online a little bit and just for before and just loved her vibe, loved her energy. Mm-hmm. And she's just as genuine in person as you see online and what you hear. Like she's a real deal, which is mm-hmm. why I so am drawn to her light. But one of the things y'all need to know about her is like some of us backstage before you're speaking are eating like a brownie and drinking a soda. <laughs> this girl's back there doing push-ups. So just to make it clear, like, yes, but we did have this sweet moment. And I just think, you know, one of the things that I love that we're seeing and that I'm super passionate about shifting is the, the mindset about how women see and treat other women, right? Mm-hmm. And how the healing of that and the empowering of that is that there's plenty of, of room at the table for multi, for more and more sisters and to support other sisters in their gifts and their moment to shine. And so I just love, cause I feel like you embody that so much, but yeah, the Thank long you. story short, you're welcome, sis. I mean that like you're truly the real deal. Mm, so as just, are you, you, well, Hey, give us authenticity or nothing, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. bring the real, you know, my path probably like many of you can relate. It looks different than the way you planned right? Like how Mm -hmm. many of us life looks different than what you planned. And I grew up here in Salt Lake city, Utah, where I'm based. And I thought I was going to go on to be a traditional educator and specifically special needs. I worked in a few classrooms as an aide while I was going to university and getting my education to support the teacher in those classrooms with kids with special needs challenges, learning disabilities, down syndrome, um, behavioral challenges, things like that. And I've always just had a soft spot for kids and their challenges. And now I just work with kids with a little bit longer legs, some of them not much longer like myself, and work with adults. But how the path initially, I've always had a teacher heart love. And I think that that's what's consistent is it's the same heartbeat, even though the costume changed, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Uh That desire of being a teacher and, and wanting to be part of helping people progress. And so as it went, I met someone serendipitously and went to work for a training development company. And then I, I became aware of Stephen Covey's work, the classic oh, seven habits, right? Love him. Yeah. yeah. And I wrote in my journal long before I knew about manifesting and vision boards. That's my vision board here in my office behind me. Before I really knew much about conscious intentional work that you could call vision boards, manifesting, things like that. I wrote in my little journal. I wanted to work for Franklin Covey. And two wow. months after that journal entry, I was working for Franklin Covey coaching selling coaching programs over the phone. Now, this is a long time ago, love, that I started at this doing this work in sales within the training development world. I then went on to work for Rich Dad, Poor Dad and his brand, and then Jack Canfield, Chicken Soup for the Soul, his brand. And I helped them make millions and millions of dollars in sales and did so well selling and created a whole new world, right? Read some different books, Think and Grow Rich, As a Man Thinketh. Those were kind of my opening books into personal development. And I quadrupled my income in one year. And that was on a totally different trajectory of understanding the power of the mind, the power of intention, the power of service and giving and sowing good seeds. And I was just much more conscious to true universal principles. And then they asked me to, to be a a trainer. And I was a corporate trainer for years. And then went out on my own, as you said, a little over 10 years ago, it's almost 11 years now. I've done my own little gig and it's just been such a God guided path. It's not something I ever, when I was growing up, I didn't think, Oh, I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to be a coach. I've had the, the remnants of being a teacher. And so it's just shifted the way it looks, but very different than what I, I, I thought my life would look like. But 
I absolutely love the path that I'm on and the work I get to do. And so, yeah, that's a little, I know that's still, you know, it's like, but just a a taste of how do you get somewhere? It's like, well, by step by step, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I love that you shared that, you know, uh, you said it's the same heartbeat, but a different costume. And it's, you know, but for me, I started teaching dance when I was 13. And then I got into fitness training after that. And I, I actually still train clients, I think I will, because that's what I love. I love working with with people. And then that led me into coaching when I couldn't be on my feet as much because of uh, surgeries and things like that. I thought, well, how can I still be of service? Because I feel like when you can be of service, it gives you purpose and it makes every day even more, the more special. It gives you something to wake up for and jump out of bed and be excited about. Um, So I love that you, that you shared that. Something that I love that you also talk about is a lot that you share because I think as an entrepreneur or if you're, even if you're not an entrepreneur, maybe if you're a mom and you've got a household full of kids that are being homeschooled right now, school starts for us this week, whatever you're going through, I love something that you share that really hits home for me. And it was such a great reminder. And that is the power of play. Can you talk a little more about that? Because I feel like when we're, you know, it's all hustle, 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 just go, go, go. And um, you talk about the power of play. And I think that's really important. And I think we all need a little more play in our life right now. Mm. Amen, girl. So I love we're going to talk about this. I had no idea. It's like wherever we're going today, (laughs) I'm just saying yes. I, I think that I want... I want all of us to just be aware and just a universal truth. You know, this sis, and we talk about this, that everything is energy, right? We live in a vibrational universe. Everything is energy. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about goals, and if you're a human listening to a podcast like this, you've probably think about things like that goals and, and dreams and progress and improvement. I mean, this by nature, listening and hanging around Amberly you're going to up-level your life for the positive, right? If you're Mm. plugged into this, there's at least a thread of that in your life. And so when we get clear that a lot of times when we want, want something new in our life, and most often we set a goal because we believe we will feel better having it. Mm -hmm. We want to make more money. We want to write a book. We want to run a marathon. We want to lose the weight, get in shape. I love people having goals, right? And intentions and and creation. We're all little mini creators. And sometimes we forget that, right? I mean, one of the things I think 2020 has shown all of us is how easy it is to be distracted, right? And to lose like, what am I, wait, whoa, whoa, what am I creating? Where am I Uh at? What's happening? And uh, that's not a bad thing. It's just an awareness. But the reality of you achieving your goals, you manifesting, or some of you might use language around the law of attraction, you achieving your goals, manifesting your desires, has everything to do with your energetic vibe. Everything is energy, right? Mm -hmm. I'm energy, she's energy, you're energy. Her beautiful artwork has energy. The food you eat, the people you hang out with, music, nature, you know, all various degrees. Like all of us are intuitive to a degree. Like you can read energy. Everything's Mm -hmm. energy. It's the true serum. And so one of the most positive things you can do to help you actually achieve your goals a lot of times we think, oh, I got to work harder, harder, harder. And yes, Mm -hmm. there's effort, 
right? Like I'm not harvesting anything out of my garden without some effort to water it, fertilize it, nourish it in your business. That might be making phone calls, putting out good content, you know, nourishing your relationships. There, there is effort, but it's about what's the energy that you're playing life at. Because again, like attracts like, and think of yourself like a magnet. Now, some your energy is either inviting into your life what you want, or it's repelling what you want, right? Because again, mm-hmm. vibration, it's tuning into, it's that awareness. So the thing that I love about play is that it lightens your energy. Mm-hmm. It boosts your energy. It lifts you up. It brings you up. A lot of time with my coaching clients, that's one of their assignments is Okay, I want you to do what I call often your joy list. And a joy list, I invite people to create a list of 24 things, draw a line right down the middle, 12 things cost money, 12 things don't cost money. And you come up with more consciousness about what fills my cup, what feels like joy. Mm -hmm. And for some of you, that might be a bike ride or going to the gym. For some of you, that might be watching a movie or baking your favorite, you know, cookies. Um, It could be a manicure. It could be nine holes of golf. It could be all kinds of things. And just come up with the things. Again, some cost money, some don't. And then you live into that. And a lot of my clients, that's part of, even though often people hire me to grow their sales, we work immediately on self-care and we work on energy. And so when you talk about play and why I'm smiling so much is I've been playing so hard. I see (laughs) that. I love watching your stories. And I even, I love watching your um, Instagram. Y'all follow her on Instagram and check out her, just your funny, you're like Instagram versus reality. Yeah, <laughs> You show a right. picture and then you show what it's really like. And then I show myself face planting in the water. Yes. <laughs> because sometimes I love pretty photography. I do love it. And I like real life as we talk about authentic mm-hmm. and things are not always pretty and polished. And I think I love real talk. So there you have it. But to your point, I have been playing a lot and my, do, my friends do call me summer tiff. I heard that in your, one of your <laughs> podcast episodes, yeah. Summer Tiff. So, yeah. I did some giggling a little because we're recording this still in August. And the reality is, is that all year round is to prioritize play or joy. There's a great book called The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor. And what he's looking at, he taught at Harvard for years. I don't know if he's still there. And he taught a class on happiness and studying happiness and what makes mm-hmm. us happier. Right. Mm-hmm. And One of the things that has a direct correlation is that happier people are more successful. And live longer. Amen, girl. If you're (laughs) happier and healthier. But I think it's important to note that equation doesn't always work in reverse, that successful people are happier. And again, success is deemed a term by a lot of different ways. But looking at that, if I'm helping, so again, if people hire me to grow their business, One of the things we prioritize absolutely is their self-care, their energy is, are you playing? Like some Mm -hmm. of you right now, the best thing you could do for that important project you're working on or to help improve your marriage, go play together. When I coach couples often go play, Mm -hmm. get out of the work, get out of the routine, out of the monotony, get out of away, take time away from those kiddos. We love them, but go play together. Mm -hmm. Where you just like have maybe a day or a weekend where you get that. And so again, whether it's for your marriage or it's for your health or it's for an important project. Now, yes, of course there's time for quote work, but I think again, is vibration runs your show. Mm -hmm. And so when we prioritize play now, this has evolved a lot for me because I used to be so much more of a type a on schedule 
plans, 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 plans. And uh, we got to be working all the time. I got to be responsible, you know, and I really still value those things. It's not either or it's and you mm -hmm. can be responsible and playful. Mm -hmm. You can be intentional and a powerful on target creator and in a, in a flow, more like joyful vibe about what you're doing. Now, am I playing 24 seven or, or in that all the time? No, but I do think much more of my life, even when you are quote working, like even right now, this feels playful to me. It's joyful. It's a vibration of goodness. And so I just think that a lot of times, again, as kids, we play a lot as kids and then we like put on a business suit or a dress, you know, and it's like, Hey, I've got to be responsible now and do all the things. Yeah, you do. But one of the things that in so will saturate your creativity, it will boost your marriage. It will boost your health is if you choose to play more for sure. I, I couldn't agree more. You know, last week, we just went on a road trip. I, I, we were sitting outside. My husband was talking about the news. I was talking about work and I was like, Oh my gosh, we need some joy. We need something to look forward to. And so I told my husband, I said, you know, we really need to take a break and go somewhere. He goes, how can we, we can't go anywhere. We're in COVID. We're dealing with COVID. We can't travel. And I said, no, we can go on a road trip. I said, let's go on a road trip, drive along the coast, go to Santa Cruz, just be in the wilderness and play. And we did. And because I felt like a little bit almost burnout because, you know, a lot of people during, you know, this pandemic are not working. My work just like boomed. I got really, really busy, busy with online events, with my own course, with clients. It just got busier and a lot more clients that I thought maybe wouldn't coach wanted to coach more. And so I needed a break to go play so I could fill up my cup, be a little more, you know, just be refreshed. And, and you're so right. It doesn't just really boost your creativity. It really boosts your, your love and your passion in your relationship when you can play with your partner. And it's just so much fun. I, I saw the joy in my daughter's eyes mm -hmm. when she had something to look forward to. We planned it two weeks before we went and she was packing a bag for the dog and outfits for our three pound dog and like just so excited. And I think it's really important to have something to look forward to. And we have a choice. You know, a lot of times people go, Oh, well, I don't have a choice. There's, I don't have any joy. But the thing is, I love that you said, make a list mm -hmm. and find things that bring you joy. And I always say, do something that scares you every day and do something that brings you joy every day. Um, you know, because a lot of people are feeling really stuck right now with what's going on. I wanted to ask you, what are you seeing the most of with your clients? What is their, their biggest struggle that most of them are going through right now? Yeah. And I love that you shared that. And I love, I want to meet your daughter because <laughs> I pick up my new puppy today, right after we record. So I have a new baby golden retriever. Coming home today. Sweet. That's so <laughs> exciting. Oh, so I want to meet your daughter and I'm glad you took that road trip. And I get, you know, this is, it's been a wonky year and based on mm -hmm. also where you live and different guidelines and what you're facing, I get it. And so we might have to be more creative, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, where there are all the things, but you know, a lot of staycation stuff, maybe if you're not 
I did fly for the first time last week and it, I loved it. I was, ex, it was exhilarating to be in an airplane again, oh, go wow. out to the beach just for a quick trip and all of that. So I get it, but I've done a lot here in my own backyard, literally it, you know, you go to the park and maybe it's a picnic or you go for a run or you get on a hike or a paddleboard. And again, based on where you live and what, you know, you're up to, but it's just choosing to say, okay, I'm going to create that. And I think it's important for teams. Those of you that, you know, run big companies or have direct sales teams is people that play together, stay together because mm -hmm. you're looking for experience. There's a powerful book for those of you that want to go deeper on this and not just about the play, but about creating and, and being just creating massive amounts of success in your business. There's a great book called the experience economy. There's also a Ted talk after that as well. But the more we create experience for our clients or our family, our friends, the reality is that you have deeper, deeper connection, right? So it's why mm -hmm. like we might say a lot of business happens on the golf course, mm -hmm. right? And you might not be a golfer, but it's, you know, you go play together, spend time together because you're in the relationship business. Mm -hmm. And so from a, a sales perspective or business perspective, play is also a great way to, to bond teams and to grow business. And so I just think play is a good thing regardless. Mm -hmm. I do right? too. Yeah. yeah, for, for sure. And it is true. You know, when you, when you are out and you build those connections, you never know what those may lead you to just to be sitting here with you doing the podcast is like a dream come true for me. I never thought I would be doing a podcast and then sitting with such a successful speaker and coach like you, you know, but by making it more playful and not, you know, when I first started, I had this, you know, Oh, I got to ask these certain questions. Mm -hmm. And I thought, no, I want to just go with the flow, yeah. see, see what comes up. But I do wanted to, I wanted yeah. to ask you about something that you talk about a lot and that is self-worth because I have struggled with self-worth a lot. And, you know, especially after my accident where I feel like I had this idea of who I was and I really had to figure out what I was made of, like yeah. what my self-worth was because it wasn't, I was doing fitness videos and fitness modeling and had this big fitness career. And, and then suddenly everything was totally different. And so I really had to work on and still have to work on my self-worth, whether that is, you know, speaking at events or when someone asks you to, to do things for them. Cause you know, when, when you, I don't know about you, but I get a lot, especially now people that say, Oh, would you do this for me? It'd be a great opportunity for you. And you kind of have to go, wait a minute you have to kind of weigh what, what's important. Is it worth it? Is it, you know, because there's only so much time and so much energy, but how would you suggest someone really starts to develop and, you know, really get more self-worth? Mm -hmm. I love this conversation so much. And this ties into when you say it, you ask the question, I didn't quite yet address about like, what's the biggest challenge you see your clients facing? And it's always some rendition for men and women of what's going on in their belief and their beliefs about self and self-worth and am I enough? You know, am I good enough, thin enough, smart enough, attractive enough? Am I smart enough? Am I organized enough? 
Am I good, a good enough parent, a leader? You know, all of this worth stuff comes up for all of us. Even if, here's the thing though, is that we live in a world of social media. Not everyone is going to tell you that. And for some people, again, like I love pretty pictures. I love the, the things, but it can look like everyone's happier, healthier, more successful, a better mom than you, a better dad than you, you know, all the ways that we get into comparison, which is one of the ways we rob our own joy, right? Theodore Roosevelt said that is that comparison is the thief of all joy. Mm -hmm. So when we think about, I want to feel better, I want more self-worth. Number one is to own it and declare it, is to make a decision, love, to say, I choose to have a better relationship with me, to make that decision. Now, this is the work I love to teach the most because I've had to learn it the most. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. We most often teach what we need to learn. So my own self-worth journey where, oh my gosh, there's been seasons where, oh, no self-worth or esteem. And I think there's one distinction I want to make is that all of you are worthy. You all have perfect self-worth. What ebbs and flows all the time is our feelings of self-confidence, right? Mm -hmm. And we might not feel worthy. We might not feel deserving. We might feel insecure. We all feel those feelings, at least on occasion. Some people mm -hmm. feel them deeply, often, some occasionally, and most of us somewhere in between those extremes, right? But it's just knowing that it's universal, I think kind of normalizes it for us. So then let's look at, well, how do I shift it? Number one, we shift it, like I just said, by deciding to choose in, just like none of us would expect to have a marriage that does well, right? Or friendships or business without nourishing them. Well, the same mm -hmm. thing applies to you is we're not just going to stumble into great self-confidence, mm -hmm. just like you don't stumble into being healthy and in shape. You know, this girl, you live this, teach it. You're a great example of this. You're not going to stumble into a great marriage. You're not going to stumble into being a seven-figure business owner. These are intentional decisions, and right? And it's every day. And, and it's time. not – I love that you share that it's, it changes and it shifts because it's something that you do have to wake up and be willing to work on every single day. And it's just yep. like being resilient. Got to yep. wake up and decide I'm going to be resilient. I'm going to do what I can to do my best. So I love that you, yeah. that you share that as well. Oh, yeah, babe. The we rent, yeah, the rent is due every damn day. Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. we don't get away from that of like doing the work and whether that's a combination. I love to teach, you know, mind, body, heart, spirit. And I actually on my website, I have a free download called the self-care guide. You can just simply find it at tiffanyspeaks.com under a tab free resources. And it's this grid worksheet for you. Some of my clients print it off weekly and use it as their weekly map. And there's a quadrant for body for your physicality, you know, sleep, rest, movement, you know, nutrition, hydration. There's a quadrant for the mindset piece and nourishing your mind, your reading, your meditation, a quadrant for the heart uh, space, which is your joy, your contentment, your, you know, happiness level, and then a spirit quadrant, you know, how you connect spiritually, whether for you, that's God or the universe, Buddha or Jesus, but your, your spirit self that needs to be nourished. And again, you can go through that and go through that process on your own to go deeper, but it is, it's about being an intentional creator. Mm -hmm. And so there's a couple of habits. I'm a really big fan of that help us nourish ourselves. I'm a big fan of a morning ritual Mm -hmm. Right. Some people call it power hour, but starting your day with intention, whether that's again, a workout, reading, meditation, 
all too often we're starting our day on our technology, mm-hmm. right? All too often we, and we may even use our technology as like our alarm clock, but I have some clients that put their settings on airplane mode when they go to bed at night. So they don't see all their data when they first wake up. Some it's just training yourself or buy a new, a little alarm clock. I've read a great book earlier this year by James Clear called Atomic Habits. And he said, please just buy yourself an alarm clock. Cause again, we're habit-based creatures. Mm-hmm. And for most people, if they even touch their cell phone, they cannot resist the urge to look at the text to see the new email or to scroll their Instagram feed really quick. And none of those are wrong things. It's just, you're starting your day on someone else's agenda. The minute you're in your apps versus start your day with you. And I like to even say with God, right? You meet with you and God Let's mm-hmm. forget respect. Not everyone says God, and it might be universe or source or, or your higher self. I think we're all talking about the same power, but is get centered with you first. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that you take your power back in life is that you prioritize your needs, your feelings, your voice, your opinions, where for yourself, we don't wait for someone else to give us the permission or the approval because we're like, we're going to fill up our own cup, as you said, daily, regularly, and that we're going to take better care of our body. We're going to nourish our mind. We're going to be in tune with our heart and our joy and our spirit. And we're going to be more wholehearted. Now, none of us are perfect at this, myself included. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm a big advocate of it, I live it, I teach it. I, I regularly for myself need to come home to my own roots and nourish my roots on the, on the regular. And so it's tuning in. One of my favorite self-worth or self-care questions is, what do you need, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. And to drop in and ask yourself that. And I love the affectionate term. What do you need, sweetheart? And to ask yourself that. Just practice it with me. And as you drop into it, whatever you, your intuition asks for, what do you need, sweetheart? And you might say, I need rest mm-hmm. or I need play or we need to you know, mix up this routine or I need to you know, connect or I need to go meditate or get back into my meditation practice. Whatever it is for you, I know that each of you will know for yourself what it is that you're needing. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And you know, I think it is easy to get, um, you know, where you're just like on that hamster wheel and you're just going. I know for me, for a while, especially after my book launch, I was just, go- I traveled more than I've ever traveled in my life. In fact, I was on the phone with American Express and they're like, well, wait a minute. I don't think this can be right. I was adding up all my miles and everything. And and I said, no, that's right. That's how much I was traveling. And it was great. And I loved it, but it was a little harder. And I really had to make a really conscious effort to wake up and still have my morning routine. And, and part of my morning routine is reading. And I had somebody make fun of me because I travel with like a few books that I read, whether it's, you know, just a short little meditation book, or it's one of my favorite books, I always carry the actual books with me. And I think it's really important to check in with yourself. And I had to learn that because I just pushed and pushed and pushed and grew up where it was, you know, hide your crazy and be a lady and don't, don't, admit that something's wrong. Don't ask for help. Don't really acknowledge how much pain you're going through right now. And I really had to relearn that, no, I need to check in with myself. And now I am going to say, what do you need, sweetheart? I love that. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. It's such a great way to check in. What is your step-by-step morning routine that you do when you first wake up? Because I know for me, I do. I want to grab my phone and start looking. And I, I have to make myself stop and really check in with myself. But I also think it's important to not be scrolling through social media and stuff right before you go to bed too. Amen. Because you know, I think it's because that carries over into our subconscious. I feel like for me, it does anyway. So I think it's really important to stop all the technology before you go to bed too. But I would love to know what your actual morning routine looks like when you first wake up. Yeah, I love this. And I think what you just said, you guys, which is a million dollar gem, if you apply it, right? That's the thing is great coaching, a great podcast, a great book doesn't change your life. It can inspire you. What changes your life is to act on it. And a lot of then actions come from making a decision. It's just making a choice to say, I choose to start my day with me. And that you don't have to decide based on how you're feeling like, oh, I feel like doing a morning ritual. I don't. Oh, that is a really important text or it's not, you know, um, is don't give yourself decision fatigue in the morning. Just have it decided. This is how I start my day. Versus we let our emotions, a lot of times our follow through, this is about to be a big truth bomb. Our emotions determine our follow through and we have to be aware of that. So sometimes we're in the mood to, or not in the mood to versus what's the habit, right? And then I want to connect myself to it. And so what you just talked about having also an evening routine, because the way we wake our brain up and the way we put our brain to bed has such a potent influence on our emotional state and your emotional state is what then creates your likelihood of following through or belief or confidence, things like that. So those are some things to keep in mind. My morning routine, it varies based on what's ahead for the day, but the consistent thing that happens every single day is I start my day with a morning prayer and prayer has been a big part of my life for a long time. So whether you say prayer or meditation, so for me is I like to communicate with God right out of the gate and just invite spirit, invite divine into my life. Gratitude. Thank you. I mean, you woke up today, right? Like a lot of people didn't wake up today Mm -hmm. whenever you're listening to this. And it's like, thank you for another day. And I invite you into my life. I want to be in friendship and partnership with you. God is crazy about you, just adores you. And so I just like to open the door. That's for me. And then for me, often from there, sometimes I'll go right into a meditation. I'm really loving the Insight Timer app Mm -hmm. and utilize that for different meditations. So sometimes I'll go from prayer to meditation and then reading, or I'll go from prayer to reading. I read from a a daily devotional book called Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. And then I often read from Mark Nepo's book of Awakening, the book of Awakening, which is beautiful. He's such a soulful, great writer. And that will often be how I start. Sometimes I'll read more in terms of scripture. And then I often will read or, or again, do a meditation, but some kind of personal development book. And then I also want to say, sorry, but I wanted to say you have a list on your website of all the books that you're recommending because you're recommending some really good books. But if y'all go to tiffanypeterson.com, you, you have, um, right on your website, a whole list of incredible books that you highly suggest people read. So I just wanted to throw that in there. If you're listening and you're like, what was that book? What was that book? Yes. There's a lot of them. I've read hundreds and hundreds of books and my top favorites in money and business and personal growth and 
relationships is there. My website is simply tiffanyspeaks.com. Oh, it's not Tiffany Peterson. Okay. If they Google Tiffany Peterson, they'll get, they'll find it just fine. But it's okay. that's what I did. That's why yeah. when I, yeah, I just, it'll just show up, it'll be at the top of yeah. the list. So for me, it usually, it's in some kind of a combination of reading, meditation, prayer is a part of every single morning. Now, some mornings I have more time and I might do my gratitude journal. I might also get up and go on a walk or a jog or a run. Sometimes my favorite morning ritual is to get up, put on sneaks, you know, say, well, say a prayer, put on sneaks and get out the door and get on a walk. And when I'm on that walk, I start my walk with gratitude and just thanking and praising and, or maybe listening to something inspiring. And then I might listen to a personal growth book on the other part of my walk or a podcast like this that just puts me in a good space. But I'm doing all three at once, right? Mm -hmm. Nourishing my body, mind, and spirit all together. And that's kind of like a power one. But some days I don't, you know, I've got a, I've got to get moving in a, a day. And so I might just have a, a 10 minute one. What I call the sacred 10 is at least the first 10 minutes of your day gets to be with you and nourishing you. Some days I have more like 30 minutes or even an hour, right? That I can invest more into doing all of those things of body, mind, heart, spirit type thing. But sometimes it's just a, a simple seven to 10 minutes that I've got for that morning. And then I, I, I like to throughout the day, if I'm, you know, maybe driving, putting on makeup, you know, doing my hair, that might be a time where I'm also listening to more content if I had a shorter morning ritual to start to my day. Mm -hmm. But that's how I start mine. I'm curious, what about yours? Do you have a set pattern? I, yes, I do. <laughs> I I have a set pattern. I have to do my morning routine or my day is just not the same. I don't feel grounded. And, and like you, I wake up with prayer and I love having that connection with God. And I, like I said, want to grab my phone and, and start checking emails or scrolling, but I don't as much as I want to. I don't. I always take time in the morning to read out of some devotional books. Then I do a short meditation and I really believe in moving your body because it moves your mindset. And so for me, I used to wake up and throw on some shoes and go now because um, I wake up in so much pain from CRPS. This is a, a nerve disease that I was diagnosed with. It takes me a while just to get moving. I am telling you, if you saw me in the morning, you would think I was like 120 years old because that's, I'm barely walking. I mean, things are stiff and it's hard to walk. And because I want to have the best day possible, I wake up extra early. So I allow myself the time to get moving. So by the time it's, you know, I have to show up for a client, you know, I've, I've still been training clients through zoom in my garage. We set it up like a, a little gym. So if I want to show up for them and move my body and show them how to do things, I have to first show up for myself. And that means moving a little bit, stretching, foam rolling, doing my morning routine. And, and gratitude is huge for me because especially if, if you're going through something hard right now, some kind of pain for me, it's, it's physical pain, but pain is pain, whether it's emotional or physical. And, and I really feel like having a gratitude list 
and shifting your mindset to take, because gratitude takes your mind off of what it's important to acknowledge what's going on, but then it's also important to really pay attention what you put your focus and energy on because that can change your day. And so for me, gratitude is my medicine. It really puts me in the right mindset. And also I feel like if we just get up and move our body a little bit, it just, it doesn't just release endorphins. It really makes you just feel better. So, you know, when I was younger, I used to exercise because I wanted to look good. And now I move my body because I want to feel good. I want to be able to, to walk gracefully, um, to walk without a limp. And I can if I get up and if I have my morning routine. So it doesn't matter if I'm home or if even if, you know, we were went on a road trip and we stayed and were just out in wilderness in the ocean, I still woke up at five o'clock in the morning and had my morning routine while they were sleeping so I could devote some time to myself, do some writing really connect with what my intention was, even for a day when I'm off of work, what is my intention for the day? What am I doing? And, you know, um, when we were talking about play earlier, um, when we were going away on vacation, I had told my husband, I said, well, he goes, well, you always have so many interviews and stuff. And I said, well, that's okay. I can do that on the road. He goes, well, then that's not a vacation. That's not you're not really unplugging and disconnecting. Mm. So I think it's really important and it helps if you have somebody to remind you to play. If you have somebody that you can connect with that can remind you about your morning routine every single morning, I have an accountability partner and every morning for years, I write to her um, I'll usually take a picture of something that I've read, maybe a quote, maybe it's a passage, and I will write three things that I'm grateful for and send it to her. Mm-hmm. And she will do the same for me. She'll send me the same. So um, it really helps keep you accountable. And then it just gets to be a habit. And it's not something that you even have to think about. You just wake up, boom, that's what you do. And, you know, it takes a little while to get in that habit. And, you know, I, I, I have a rental car right now. My car is in the shop and my, my regular car, I don't put the key in the ignition and turn the ignition. I just get in, push the button and it goes. Well, I was thinking about this yesterday about how it only takes a few months to really develop that habit because I'm in the habit of getting in the car, pushing in the button. So every time I get in my rental car, I get in, throw the purse in and I'm like, oh, where are my keys? I need to like put it, yeah. in, you know, <laughs> and I really have to think about, oh gosh, that was a habit of just getting in and going. So I think that we can create these, these habits and it's up to us to create healthy habits and we get to choose. And, the, and I think the power of choice is like when you stop and go, oh my gosh, I have a choice. I get to choose what I'm going to do. And it's such a good way to start your day with a morning routine and a nightly routine. It's just powerful for me. Girl, you so inspire me and everyone listening. I mean, my gosh, you're just incredible. And I think Aww. I just thank you for sharing that. And you you had several gems in there. I just want to highlight one or two of them to make sure those of you listening really get that. Is one of the things, you know, she's talking about, like you're so honest, sis, is that 
The Power of Habits. And when things can become habits, again, I love, love, love that book, The Power. Uh, there's a book called The Power of Habits and a book called Atomic Habits. They're both fantastic. I read Atomic Habits this year. It's just really when we think about, I want a new outcome in my life. And we were talking about self-worth. I want to feel more confident. I want to feel better in my own skin. Every human could say yes to that, right? Some of you have additional different types of goals and differences, but I think a core human goal is like, I want to feel better in my own skin. I want to feel more joy more regularly. Then we start saying what habits or actions or activities help me boost that. Mm-hmm. And you, we already know it's a lot of the similar things. It's like things for the body, things for the mind, the heart, the spirit, things that bring us joy, service, contribution, you know, creativity, all the ways you know, connection with others. And so you just get get clear, but what you're talking about is really is about habit change. And so I Mm -hmm. love to write for me, it's like habits equal results is regularly in my workshops. It's like to be conscious and then to brainstorm and strategize that. But the other thing, the other success principle you tagged into this is you've set yourself up with some support, Mm -hmm. right? I think we all need support. We We all need need it. Mm-hmm. So it's ask, as you're listening to this, think about, ask someone to be your accountability partner or hire a coach or join a mastermind group. There's so many ways that you can find or create support in your life. Like she's doing where she and this accountability buddy check in every day and it's just become habit with that. She's got support. Cause I look at when I'm helping someone grow their business or grow any goal in their life. We really look at three, the three S's, self-care, which we're talking about, which is drive the fuel in the tank, drive the energy, right? Like after your book tour, you're like, I'm kind of depleted. Mm-hmm. I need some more fuel in the tank. But then I also like to look at support. Do I have the support in my life to achieve my goals, right? And that might be your podcast producer, right? We share the same mm-hmm. one. Shout out to our girl. Yes. Right? <laughs> Thank the Lord. Yeah. For her. We love her. but like, that's a form of support, right? Or maybe support at home or friendship or a coach or things like that. Do I have the support in my life to achieve my goals? And then we also look at systems, which could also look at habits, but what do I have the systems in my life and or business to achieve the goals and outcomes that I want, you know, those types of things. And so I just think like you are totally hitting on, yes, the self-care and the energy, but you also are putting the support in place to help ensure that you're going to keep yourself in a higher vibrational place because you're going to take better care of you because you have accountability. Yeah. And you know, I try, I used to try to do it all. I would try. Isn't that exhausting? It's exhausting. I'm over that girl. Like I need a team. I need support uh, and allowing ourselves. But sometimes as women, Girls, especially different things we've gone through. I know we've talked personally a few times. It's like we kind of learn like, hey, I got to just handle it myself mm-hmm. instead of like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Trying to do it all is a formula for oh, being so exhausted. Oh, you can drive yourself into the ground and then you're, uh, for me, I'm not, I, I can't be of service to anyone because I'm just you know, I've depleted myself completely. So I'm really big. It's hard at first when you're used to doing it all yourself to learn how to delegate and, and also let go. And it's, it's really being an overcoming perfectionist too, where, you know, you have to know no one is going to do it exactly like you would do it. 
But if you want to grow, if you want to have your, keep your sanity, um, you need help. Ask for help. Ask for support. You know, there are plenty. And you know what? I think it's the right support too, because there are even, you know, people might be listening to this. You might be listening and going, oh, I better get into like a support group. Well, or I better check in with those friends. Right after we do this, I'm actually going, I have a group of girls and who I have not seen since we went into COVID, we're meeting. I call them my God squad. Mm. We're meeting in one of her back. We're, we're going to go meet and hang out and meet in her backyard, six feet apart. But I think it's really important to have those people who, you know, they've got your back, but it's also really important to choose wisely and make sure you're surrounding yourself with a team who is inspired and passionate and at least has some of the same core values as you, which is for me, integrity, um, authenticity, um, you know, just coming from a loving heart. And that is, those things are, are what I really love about you. And I think it's, we really connected is because you just, you, you walk the walk, you talk the talk, you practice what you preach. And I think that's one of the reasons you're so grounded too. And you do, you talk about energy you do have that energy. And I think we can feel that when we're around people and we leave and we go, why do I feel so drained? Or, oh, wow, I feel great. I feel energized. Mm -hmm. So really check in with yourself when you're, you know, around people. And, and that's even a phone conversation, not that you're like in person with someone, but if you're even, you know, check in with people, even what you're paying attention to online, I think that's important. Like when I watch your, your videos or listen to your podcast, it's very grounding and uplifting at the same time. So y'all check, check her out. Tell us where we can find you if someone wants to coach with you or, or they want to check out your podcast or reach out to you. What is the best way for people to reach you? Uh, you can find me a couple of places. My main website again is tiffanyspeaks.com. There's lots of free resources there and coaching tabs and events and all of that that you can find. That's the main hub. Uh, you can also find me on social media. My favorite place to play right now is currently Instagram and we can connect there and you can slide into my DMs. I personally handle all my social media. So it is me. And my podcast you can find on Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher, just under my name, Tiffany Peterson. I also have a YouTube channel, lots of content too, of everything from growing your sales to productivity to self-care, time management, and so forth that, again, you just find under my name. So there's a lot of spaces and a lot of things. I do have a goals training program that's, I love, love, love that course that's for free on my website, Tiffany Speaks. You can find it there.com. And it's just such a, a rich called the seven strategies for successful goal achievement of like just getting yourself into alignment. And I think, you know, as, as we talk about today, I just want to remind you that again, I feel called or, or impressed to share that if you can hear my voice, you are loved and you are worthy and you are deserving. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't feel that way in this moment, and you may not believe what I'm saying, truths and feelings sometimes line, sometimes they don't. But I just invite you that whatever has been shared here today between the two of us and that your own heart or spirit has said, yeah, I want more of that in my life, or I want to shift that or up-level that is to allow yourself the capacity and the, the space to choose that. 
that you are worthy and deserving. You deserve to feel good and deserve mm-hmm. to feel more happiness and joy. I know the world can be do its thing, right? But it's like coming back home to our own roots and doing the things that nourish us and nourish others, I think is, is where we find a lot more light and, and goodness and a higher vibration. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important right now to find some things that bring us joy. Amen. You know? Well, you're going to go to the God squad. I'm going to go pick up a puppy. What oh. are you going to go do right now for you or in the next 24 hours that will nourish you and bring your own joy into oh. a higher space, you know? Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time to share your beautiful wisdom with us. I, I just love you. I've been looking forward to this for a while and I hope to see you in person. I just looked yeah. up a place in Salt Lake City so where you can camp outside. Fun. So I, I, I may have to go. I'm being serious. Let's visualize that. I'm going to see us like in the same space really soon. My hope is for that. So you know, and there's good things. One of the things that, you know, is we've, we're all focused on health this year is really prioritizing that self-care and being healthier to be, you know, being happier to be healthier and vice versa. They go hand in hand, health and happiness. So take better care of yourselves, my loves. Mm-hmm. And sister, I can't wait to see you in person when the next time is, but thank you for inviting me into your space. It's been joyful for me. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us this week on True Grit and Grace podcast. If you like it, please rate it or share it with your friends. That would help too. If you're not yet on the newsletter list, come over to AmberlyLago.com and jump on it. While you're there, you can grab a free downloadable gratitude journal and you might just want to check out my book or even check out my monthly motivational membership. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week.